You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As usual, though, I want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the service men and women out there on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, getting a little taste of home from your boy, Speeds, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I got my man, Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos, dropping a bomb on it. You know how we do over here, uh, you know, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a good show for you here on a Tuesday. Uh, I think we might talk about Aaron Judge just a little bit after that display that happened last night. We're going to talk about the home run derby, the pros, the cons, and also the all-star game itself. Are you excited about it? Last hour... On the DFS lineup lock show, Tony Sincata said that he wasn't. I may have to agree with him. We'll see. Like you know, we're also going to spotlight an NFL team. We are in the NFC North this week, so we're going to take it to Chicago, and we're going to talk about the Bears, and that's what we're going to do. We got some poll questions up, as usual, as well. We're doing that... uh you know, sports movie, greatest of all time. We got two baseball uh, matchups going on right now. And I'm going to tell you something. There is a two seed in this tournament that is losing right now. So go on Twitter. Check us out at FNTSY Radio. You could always holler at me, ask me questions, follow me at Spittin' Speeds. And if you want to get at me by phone, you can this hour at 844-843-6879. We're also going to talk about... Uh, News regarding this Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight. Um, remember, back in the day I had a poll and 0% of you thought that this was a legitimate fight. We may know the true reason behind this fight. We're going to get into that and a whole lot more. Like I said, my man Chris Bavona dropping the bombs on it. We're going to drop a Fugazi maybe even. It's going to be big things. Uh you know, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're getting money. That's how we do it over here. Junior Mafia status. Getting money. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Let's go here. Sports Byline. American Forces Radio Network. This is how we do it on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount.
check out my gravel pit. Ooh, welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. I got Chris Bavona on the ones and twos over there. We blowing up like a Samsung 7. Yo, let's get into it real quick. We got a big thing going on a Tuesday. Let me give you some news and notes from around Major League Baseball. And you would think, just because it's the All-Star break, and we got the All-Star game tonight, later on in about an hour, that's going to be kicking off that All-Star game. I still have some things to let you fantasy players know about. Like, for example, Eduardo Nunez is, in fact, expected back off the disabled list for the San Francisco Giants this Friday in their first game back after the break. He's been battling that hamstring injury, so uh, owners want to get him back in your lineup. And if you want to get Eduardo Nunez back in your lineup, how about this one? Mike Trout, universally recognized as the best player in baseball. He is also expected back this Friday after the break. Remember, he had that thumb injury. He's finished his rehab. He is ready to go. Um... One thing, though, that I've been talking about here all season long on the Fantasy Freestyle is the idea that with this 10-day disabled list, how teams are manipulating the roster. Remember, for a week, I talked to you guys about how the Los Angeles Dodgers had a seven-man rotation, in essence, because they were just putting guys on the DL, sending people down. Well, the commissioner apparently agrees with me, okay? Rob Manfred today said that he is, in fact, concerned with the 10-day DL uh, you know, and how teams may be manipulating the rosters. Like I said, all you need to do here is listen to the fantasy freestyle and you stay like, you know, ahead of the curve. That's what we do. But let's get into the home run derby that happened last night. And oh man, all rise for the judge. Wow. Is really all I have to say. Aaron Judge is a complete beast. He's such a beast that Giancarlo Stanton, who is also like 6'7", 245 pounds, was acting like a little child watching Aaron Judge put on the display that he did. Count me among those that were absolutely stupefied at how ridiculous Aaron Judge was last night. The legend grows. Uh, Objection overruled okay I mean my man hit four balls that went over 500 feet no one else sniffed that kind of distance and then dude hit one that literally hit the roof in Miami they didn't even call it a home run that thing was on pace to go about 600 feet who knows I mean this guy was just hitting like easy opposite field line drives and they were going out this guy was missing balls okay not squaring up balls and they were going 430 feet I'm telling you right now Aaron Judge is gotta be in the mix for years to come I just hope that as a Yankee fan that uh you know he doesn't go through that kind of uh, second half swoon that happens to a lot of home run derby participants that start to kind of maybe try to hit home runs. The whole key with Aaron Judge is that he does not need to try to hit home runs or adjust his launch angle or anything like that. His natural power does the trick, and boy, was that on display. I also really like the home run derby, okay? I love this bracket format that they got going, and I like that, you know, at first I was thinking, huh, Justin Bohr, he put on a show for the hometown crowd. I thought that was sick. He got like 22 home runs in the first round. Only problem is he was matched up against Aaron Judge in the first round. But I like this. I actually think what they need to do moving forward is 
is have just like this at least two guys from the home team next year this all-star festivities and weekend is going to be in our nation's capital so uh bryce harper sign up can you imagine guys like um daniel murphy getting it in maybe a little ryan zimmerman i would like to see multiple nationals the other thing that i thought was interesting is uh they paired both of the marlins up against yankees I think they were doing this purposely because at one point they were booing Aaron Judge. They were booing Gary Sanchez. I, I, I put on Twitter that the Yankees were definitely like the heels of this, you know, the, the, the bad guys that can be booed. It created some tension. I like that. What I would do, like next year when it's in D.C., you know, have Daniel Murphy, but have him going up against Yoannis Cespedes, you know, something like that. Another guy in the division, have him going up against Freddie Freeman, Matt Adams, something like that in the division. I think they're on to something with this format. I also like that the time is counting down. You know, at, there were a couple of points where, you know, Aaron Judge and everybody else were hitting, you know, moonshots, like just high fly balls. And they had to wait literally three, four, five seconds before the next pitch could go. I thought that was a very interesting thing. I like the 30 second bonus for uh, if they hit, you know, bombs of 440 or over. I really did enjoy the home run derby. Also, yesterday, remember, going into the home run derby, my pick, I told you I was going to go off the beaten path a little bit. You know how I like to fade the public here on the fantasy freestyle uh, my pick was Miguel Sano Miguel Sano made it to the finals okay so you know I didn't help you win that cash but I wasn't completely out of school he just ran up against the mystique that was Aaron Judge last night so let, let's move though to the all-star game and Tony Sincata you know he said at best, and he absolutely gets it done all the time on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He said at best, why be excited about the All-Star game? I don't care if it counts for home field or not. I don't care if, you know, the managers are trying to get everybody in the game. I don't care because, honestly, the best All-Stars are gone by the fourth inning. And then it turns out to be, like, the back end of the All-Star roster, which is still great players, but nothing, nothing that I'm going to wait up past 11 p.m. on the East Coast to watch if you want to know the truth, right? So... Here's the deal, and I've said this before. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, remember when we were talking about the Pro Bowl, the skills competition, how hyped we got about the dodgeball game and, you know, the best hands and all that stuff? Why not extend the All-Star festivities for uh, baseball as well? Like, you have gold right there in the Home Run Derby. Why not do some more events? Why not do something like have all the best outfield arms? You know, line up and have to remember that like old school like tutoring video where they were going into like the garbage bin that was at home plate and they had to like show the crow hop and do make them do that from 385 feet away. I would love to see like Ichiro, you know, and some of these other huge arms out there trying to peg people from right field on a line to third base. Some of the best arms in baseball. I'd love to see like, you know, Billy Hamilton get timed going uh, first to third. And have that stack up against a guy like Trey Turner going first to third. I'd love to see that. Have pitchers. Have Aroldis Chapman out there with Dylan Batantis and all the other fireballers. Let's see who can touch 105 on the gun. That would generate some juice, I think. This game is not what it does. Okay, I think that's the way to go. Outfielders arm, speed. You see what we get in the home run derby? There were fans out there that were thoroughly enjoying it, and I was one of them. You know who else was one of them? My man, Benny Ricciardi. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but if you listen to DFS Lineup Lock, you definitely do. Benny Ricciardi won a DraftKings tournament 
And as his prize got flight, hotel, and tickets to, you know, two or three nights of events um, over this All-Star weekend. And here's the thing. Benny Ricciardi also, I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, he wound up taking, he wound up taking his son down with him. And they are both big-time Yankee fans. I think Benny said on air how happy he was that his son for Father's Day recently got him tickets in right field of Yankee Stadium, and they were really happy to go see Aaron Judge and sit behind him. Can you imagine Benny with his son, with his son, like eight, nine-year-old son, in the stadium last night, Yankees fans, Aaron Judge fans, and they get to be there for what was the greatest hitting display I have ever seen. And to be honest, we could have seen more with this format. He was always going second. He, always, he knew like the bar that he had to get over, and he did it every single time. We didn't even see Aaron Judge with a full round. He didn't even get credit for all of his home runs. One hit the roof. That's Aaron Judge, okay, and, 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 and I don't think it's going anywhere. We'll see how he stacks up against the best pitchers in baseball tonight. It's going to be Max Scherzer going for the National League. It's going to be Chris Sale going for the American League. Tomorrow, we'll break it down. All I can hope for is that nobody of any importance on any team, even my rival, winds up getting hurt in the All-Star game and pulling like a Tyler Eifert like he did in the Pro Bowl. When we come back here, though, on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to turn our spotlight to the NFL. We're going to break down the Chicago Bears, the Bears, their deep dish pizza, all sorts of good stuff out in Chicago. We're going to talk about the Bears. And like I said, we're also going to talk about what's really behind this Connor Floyd fight. All right. All that and more. Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Let's go here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Little Meth and Red bringing you back here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. I got Chris Bavona on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Giving it to you on a Tuesday in the summer. All right, here we go. Um... We're going to keep it moving and get into the NFL a little bit. You know, I have been giving you a spotlight on a different team. Yo, first of all, when I gave you my over-unders for Major League Baseball, I hope you guys were listening because if you were listening then, my World Series prediction of the Nationals and the Astros still looks very plausible. I gave you the over on the Colorado Rockies, so many other ones. I have a very strong team win over-under play today, so keep it locked for that. But let's start with a couple of news and notes around the NFL. Uh, 49ers beat riders in in San Francisco believe now that Carlos Hyde will have to earn his starting job. Um, Hopefully you listened to me when I had the 49ers team preview last week or a couple weeks ago. I told you that Carlos Hyde was not the move for the San Francisco 49ers. I told you about Joe Williams. I told you how Kyle Shanahan banged the table for him. They traded up to get him. How they think Williams is a better scheme fit. How they think Carlos Hyde is injury prone. And also how 
now when a new regime drafts their player to wind up going with that rising rookie. Now the beat writers are on the same page as your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Joe Williams is the back to earn and uh, draft in San Francisco, not Carlos Hyde, especially by the fantasy football playoffs, although that is a few months from now. You may have heard it from Tony Sincata, but Adrian Peterson all day. His goal is to be have the best receiving season he has had in his career. He thinks he can get 500 receiving yards. His best of his career was 492 when uh, Brett Favre was under center for Minnesota. Here's the only thing, though. That Saints backfield is crowded. You got Alvin Kamara. You got Mark Ingram. And both of those are better, like, pass-catching backs. So the fact that Adrian Peterson hasn't played really um, in the shotgun much, I think that could be an issue. Clearly, Adrian Peterson still has something left in the tank, I think, although he did only run for 1.3 yards a carry in the couple of games before he got hurt last year. So we shall see if he is able to achieve his goal. Last thing I want to get into is that... um. Le'Veon Bell, he's supposed to be maybe being re-signing a long-term extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are now reporting out of Pittsburgh that it would be a quote-unquote surprise if both sides agreed to a long-term deal before uh, the beginning of the season or camp, and he's going to probably have to wait it out. Let me tell you something. I have, uh, you know, I have a lukewarm to scalding take on this. Depends on how hot you think it is. I actually believe if I was both sides, Le'Veon or the Steelers, I would wait. I would not try to have some long extension. I don't think it's a good look for either one of them to be locked in, okay? On the Steelers' side, why lock yourself in long-term to a running back at all, okay? Running backs are a war of attrition. They get injured all the time. Le'Veon Bell is coming off, you know, knee surgeries himself. Le'Veon Bell has also been suspended for smoking weed, okay? So maybe that's not the investment. I understand it on the Pittsburgh side. I also, though, I understand it from Juice's side as well. And here's the reason. Do you remember how all season, in the off season, there were rumors that Ben Roethlisberger was considering retirement? Now, I've talked to you guys about this, all right, with the aging, sunsetting quarterbacks. If you're Le'Veon Bell and you're, you know, albeit Pro Bowl or probably Hall of Fame quarterback, is considering retirement, is thinking on a year-to-year basis and, you know, will likely not be there by the middle of this new contract you sign and then you have to kind of start in the cycle all over again just as you are entering your prime, I don't know that that's a great deal. Why would you necessarily do that if Big Ben has, what, one, two, three years left max? And then imagine, Le'Veon, if you hit the open market as a free agent, the amount of money you would be getting as known as the best running back in football. So I see from Le'Veon Bell's side as well. Let's keep it moving, though, and get into the Chicago Bears this uh, this episode here of the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm going to tell you straight out, I think this team is in trouble. I think this team is going to contend for the worst team in football. It started on draft night with that debacle about trading up to try and get Mitchell, don't call me Mitch Trubisky, right after you signed Mike Glennon to a three-year, 50-some-odd million-dollar contract. Apparently, there was drama between her coach, John Fox, and the GM, who like maybe knew or didn't know that that move was going to happen. It just doesn't sound right in Chicago. That defense is horrible. I don't think they got much better. And now look position by position. Mike Glennon, Trubisky, you don't know who it's going to be. Both quarterbacks might get starts this year. So why would you draft either one of them? Maybe Trubisky in a dynasty league? I don't know. I have Glennon as my quarterback 23 in my rankings. Corey Parsons, the fantasy executive, and my man also 
thinks that Glennon only has one shot. It's a one-shot deal. There is an out in that contract after one year. He hasn't met quarterback 29. Unless you're in a super like deep two-quarterback, super flex kind of league, there is no reason to look at the Bears quarterbacks. When we get to the running backs, though, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard finished second in the NFL last year with 1,313 yards rushing, okay? Out of nowhere, you know, as a young player, here's the thing, though. I'm a little bit worried about him, okay? Um, I have him at RB11. Corey has him at RB9. I just don't know. I'm sensing sophomore slump, and this offense is not a dynamic offense that may struggle, may have a rookie quarterback in the second half of the season. I'm staying away from Jordan Howard. He's not going to be on many of my teams. You may hear him a little bit later on in this segment as well. The wide receivers are interesting, though. Cameron Meredith, I have him as wideout 34. I think he is a legitimate flex option, but... I'm not excited by it. My man Corey has him kind of much higher, has him as a legitimate wideout three, says you should target Cameron Meredith in the sixth round, um, says he's wide receiver like 28 for him. I don't think so, and here's why. Have you looked at the depth chart in Chicago? There's a lot of wide receivers they have, like, but there are a lot of also-ran kind of cats. I bet you didn't know Marcus Wheaton is now on the Bears. Victor Cruz, the Salsa Fantasma, is now on the Bears. Kevin White, who they drafted, like I think, number seven overall a couple years ago, but has been injury-riddled. He's still on that roster. Did you know they had Kendall Wright also from formerly of Tennessee that's fine when you add Meredith that's five wideouts how do you know that any of them would put up legitimate week by week startable numbers I don't think any of them will so that's why I fade the wide receivers of Chicago and also at tight end you got Zach Miller and people know that Zach Miller is a decent kind of security blanket kind of guy but here's the deal he's coming back off a Liz Frank injury I don't know if people know that he had surgery he's coming back and that Liz Frank can be a problem I am fading him the Chicago Bears are also fading Zach Miller because they signed Deion Sims in the offseason to play tight end. They drafted Adam Shaheen early on, I think with their like third round pick. So they don't believe in Zach Miller either. Fade, fade, fade Zach Miller. Let me tell you who the diamond is. If you were going to pick a wide receiver, I don't think it's Cameron Meredith, okay? I think if he stays healthy, Kevin White is the person with the most talent in that wide receiver room, and he is the one, if anybody is going to pop, it is going to be him. I think Kevin White, you can have him very uh, easily owned later in your draft, and if anybody is going to become a man in that Chicago wide receiver room, I think it could be Kevin White. However, I told you before, I am away, away, away on Jordan Howard. He served... As really a true workhorse back, and there are not many out there getting his 1,313 yards. I say look elsewhere. Here's the thing. He's going like late second round, early third round. You will not see speeds investing a second or third round pick on Jordan Howard when you still have guys like Jay Ajayi on the board, Lamar Miller on the board, the fantasy executives guy, Isaiah Crowell, all of those, DeMar- DeMarco Murray. I've seen Howard going as high as fifth or sixth in the running back ranks. That is absolutely ridiculous. Jordan Howard will not be on any of my teams. And Chris Bavona, Jordan Howard is my Chicago Bears Fugazi. Forget about him. He says it's a Fugazi. What's a Fugazi? It's a Fugazi if you think I'm going to admit wrong. No, no, what, what is a Fugazi? Well, Fugazi means uh, phony. That's right. I think Jordan Howard is a phony for the Chicago Bears. He will not be on any of my teams. Vegas has the over-under for the Chicago Bears at five and a half wins. 
I looked at their schedule, guys. Trust me, I prepare for the fantasy freestyle. I looked at their schedule. There was only two games I could find on their schedule where I think they have a chance at being favored. It is week 13 when they host the San Francisco 49ers and week 16 when they host the Cleveland Browns. Here's the problem. That's so late in the season, their heart and soul will have been taken by a Dementor by then. They'll have Mitchell, don't call me Mitch Trubisky, under center by then. And listen... They play the AFC North. All of those teams, even the mediocre Bengals or Ravens, I think are better than the Chicago Bears. Okay, I cannot find many wins on this schedule. So if you ask me about the Chicago Bears and they're over under a five and a half, I say strongly play the under. I actually think the Bears and the New York Jets will both be contending for the number one overall pick in the 2018 draft. You heard it here first from your boy speeds the spitting statistician some of you guys though are focusing on your draft later on this summer however you know the first step of building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it and pick the squad at rotoexperts.com get the exclusive edge fantasy football package the roto experts lineup has fswa inaugural hall of famer scott angle nationally acclaimed top ranker jake seeley 2015 and 16 fswa award winners like bobby mcmahon and brandon murchison we got depth we got upside with frank stanfield and mike florio we bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in-season coverage that'll take you to the title get the exclusive edge fantasy football package at rotoexperts.com and if you enter promo code free radio at checkout you will get a discount right now though you guys agree with me you guys agree with me 72 percent of you think that the bears are a threat to pick in the top five of next year's draft we also have big shout out to my man jay gamble at jr gamble says chicago could have the one pick in next year's draft and if they do they'll find a way to trade 50 picks to move up to the number zero pick that's what i'm talking about i agree when we come back we're gonna get into the sports movies of all time we're gonna get into that conor mcgregor floyd mayweather all that and more with your boy speeds the spitting statistician right here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network let's go Get on board to the fastest-growing fantasy sports radio network in the business. Featuring the FSTA award-winning on-target fantasy, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the rookie of the year in the industry, and it's only growing. Fantasy Sports Radio Network at FNTSY.com slash radio. Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nah, it's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, and we are back on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, I want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country. We just talked about the Bears, so I want to give a shout-out to uh, Decatur, Illinois, listening on 1340 AM, WSOY, and also out there in Riverton, Illinois, 970 AM. Hopefully, you know, me giving you a little bit of a shout-out, you know, uh, lessens the blow from the fact that I think the Bears are going to be the one of the worst teams in all, the entire NFL this year. But listen, you guys agree with me. 72% right now have them as a threat to pick in the top five. 22% say they're a purgatory kind of 500 team. Only 6% of you think that they will contend in any way, shape, or form. Um, 
we got to get into this Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight, okay? I, I said at the top of the show, I don't know if you guys remember if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle all the time, and if you subscribe, you know, on iTunes or uh, Google Play or wherever you download your podcast, thank you. We set another, um, we set another high watermark for the Fantasy Freestyle in the month of June. We're gonna keep rising. That's what we're trying to do over here. But um. You heard that I put a poll question up, and I asked people what was the true reason behind the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight. I said, was it a legitimate competitive fight? I said, was it you know um, should be treated as an exhibition, or was it like just a straight business deal for Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather? In that poll that I had up, zero percent of you guys, literally zero point zero, right, Chris Bavona, said that. Um, this was a legitimate fight. And at first, I thought that it was because Conor McGregor was going to flip this into becoming almost like a promoter, you know, in the vein of Bernard Hopkins, Oscar De La Hoya, these sorts of things. But we have another possible reason, okay? Um, apparently, Floyd Mayweather owes over $100 million in back taxes from 2015. And apparently, Floyd Mayweather has asked the IRS for an extension in paying off this money because apparently all his assets, you know, all this stuff he talks about, his houses, his planes, his money team, apparently it's not really liquid. And so uh, he filed for an extension from the IRS. His uh, accountant or lawyer said that, and I quote, he will have a significant liquidity event later on this summer. I think that might take place August 26th when he steps into the ring against Conor McGregor. I think and all... Estimates say that he's going to make $225 million off of that fight, which it, uh, apparently will cost $99.99 to get on pay-per-view. But um, it's so crazy that my man that flosses all this money is going to be paying compounded 7.5% tax on over $100 million that he owes. I think it's pretty crazy. Conor McGregor also thought that it was pretty crazy and uh we saw that uh tmz caught up with him and started you know asking him you know about this price of the pay-per-view about floyd and you know if he was confident going into floyd mayweather he was asking him uh and then he started asking him also about this tax issue and what connor thought you know so check this out check out connor mcgregor he has some uh business advice and some fight game advice off of this uh floyd mayweather irs news can we get that now the price came out today for the pay-per-view, $100. What do you got to say to people who are on the fence about, you know, spending 100 It should be 120 <laughs> Now, champ, there was a story today that came out that uh, Mayweather took the fight because he has to pay back the IRS, you know, over $100 million. What was your reaction to that? That's got to sting. That's got to sting, right? Are you uh, are you gonna manage your money well for you don't have to you know endure the same thing Mayweather's going through? How does it look, mate? I'm on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> right, right. I don't care what he's doing. He should have stayed retired. He should have stayed retired. The dolce's right. He feels it looking intense. He should have paid his taxes and stayed retired. Really? <laughs> okay, so, so that's what Floyd has to say. Oh, I mean, excuse me, that's what Connor has to say. But of course, Floyd cannot let news like this stand and have people thinking he's out there, you know. Uh, I don't know, living check to check or something, right? So Floyd, in true Floyd Mayweather fashion, had a retort not only to Conor McGregor, but to the world out there that thinks that for some reason, eh, you know, a little $100 million tax liability is any big deal. He said, don't come talking to him about money unless you know what you're talking about, okay? Uh, let's see what Floyd had to say. You know, and today, it's crazy. I played, I played along with everybody. It was like, oh, yeah, oh, the IRS, 
I'll play that brother. You, yeah, you can, you can believe whatever you want to believe. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like I said before, if you ain't got no money, you can't even talk about no money with me. <laughs> you know, uh, probably don't know. When it's, if it's Donald Trump's or Bill Gates mm -hmm. or somebody of that stature, then they can, then they can, they got something to say. But right. if y'all ain't on that level, then y'all can fall back. <laughs> Okay, 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 Floyd. Talking about his money. Saying only guys like Bill Gates or, uh, you know, Agent Orange number 45 out there can talk about Floyd Mayweather's money. I think that's very interesting. Just something to keep an eye on and just more proof of what I've been telling you guys for a long time. That this is nothing more than a business deal to get both of them money, to get both of them press and publicity, and to keep both of their names hot in the streets. That's all this is. If you think this is a real fight, you're crazy. You're hearing guys like Max Kellerman say that uh, we don't think... Connor's going to even lay a punch on Floyd Mayweather. And I kind of, you know, I think he'll hit him once or twice, but I don't think this is going to be a competitive fight. Bet the house, bet the kids, bet the naming rights for your firstborn son on Floyd Mayweather, and maybe you'll get a little return because there is money coming in on Connor McGregor. Floyd has gone somehow down from what opened as like minus 2,100 down to minus 600. I think that's absolutely crazy. Maybe the people in Ireland are out there betting hard, going to the window very, very quickly. But as we keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you know what we do here. We uh, help you win your leagues and win that cash. But we also put the fun in functional sports radio. And one of the ways we have been doing that across the last couple of weeks is we've been putting together this uh, sports movie goat bracket, okay, to see what the greatest of all time sports movie is as decided by you, the Fantasy Freestyle and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network voters. Remember, you still got time to go at FNTSY Radio, at Spittin' speeds follow me you can still vote on these we got we're closing out the baseball bracket in the first round uh today and we have the number two seed in action okay and this is the natural the natural we're talking about you know that wonder boy bat the lightning striking all that stuff it's up against the number 15 seed angels in the outfield and until very recently angels in the outfield was actually up it was over 50 percent this would be the biggest upset in the tournament thus far okay so maybe it's gonna happen but get out there and vote it is still close right now the natural has pulled ahead as more and more people are voting they're up right now but it is a close margin they're up 58 to 42 what we also have going and this is a runaway right now we got the five seed bull Dorham going up against the 12 seed pride of the yankees i think this may be a recency bias issue pride of the yankees is a relatively old movie and chris you were making that point last night that there might have been some recency bias as it came to i believe it was north dallas 40 in the football region um so right now if you want to vote and show your support please do but bull Dorham, the five seed is up big 96 percent of the vote at this point uh the manimal chris bavona dropping bombs on it you my friend are a big uh you know movie buff do you have anything to say do you want to do any lobbying for any of these uh movie matchups bull Dorham versus pride of the yankees you got any insight or uh strong feelings there first i'm going to say i'm really happy that um our listeners are actually starting to you know Come together and actually be, you know, not just try and be, you know, jerky about this, uh, this sports movie goat tournament. Sure, sure, sure. Because 
the the fact that you are going to have angels in the outfield beating out the natural. It looked that way for a hot I second. Really, I said at the top of the show there was going to be a huge upset, but over the course of the last forty five minutes, the natural has pulled ahead, and all is right with the world. If this, if angels in the outfield actually does end up winning this move, this one matchup, yep. Do you know how upset I am going to be? How upset will you be, Chris? I'm honestly, I'm going to be ex- one. I'm just going to think that all of our listeners are jerks. Nah, nah, nah. The listeners are great, incredible people. They subscribe. You know, they subscribe jerks. on iTunes. They downloaded the fantasy sports. Radio Network app. We got to treat our listeners with respect. I apologize. Chris. You know what? That's absolutely wrong of me to say that. What I do think is that that I think they're just trying to be cutesy and trying to be funny. It's true. Trollers are going to troll. Let me tell you something, man. That's how we ended up with how, with certain elections. Hey, that's how we hey. ended up with Hey, big shout out to the American Forces Radio Network, all the service men and women out there. Um, so let's see if. These results hold. Remember how we closed out the football bracket yesterday? We closed out the baseball bracket today. What we would have in the second round, I think we got some interesting matchups, okay? In the second round, what we would have is the one-seed Field of Dreams up against the eight-seed 42. That would be interesting. I think this would be big, though. If Bull Durham, Bull Durham, who is rolling, would face in the second round, this would be a 4-5 matchup, Chris. We would have Bull Durham versus the Sandlot. Oh, that man. would be big, huh? I think That's that would be hard. a huge matchup. That would be a huge matchup. I also like this three-six matchup we would be faced with. This is movies. These are two baseball movies that are sort of the same premise, okay? And so I'm really, I'd be really interested to see how this matchup goes. It would be the six-seed Bad News Bears against the three-seed Major League. I, I, you Similar know premise, right? Yeah, but again, recency bias. Plus, you think Major League would go through which, there? Also, which movie is much more quotable? True, true, Major true. League. Uh, you know, forget you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. Um, and then, if the natural does hold off any uh, late fury from Angels in the outfield, I think this would be interesting. The natural as the two seed would see the seven seed that advanced uh, a league of their own. I, uh, you know something? I think a league of their own could beat the natural in the next round. Only again, hot take, hot take. Only out of recency bias, but Madonna. Natu- I mean, yeah, but I like natural. the high ones. There's no crying in baseball. Come on now. I know, I know, but I gotta go again. All right, I, I gotta go with the fact that the natural is just. It's probably one of the greatest sports movies ever made. So is that to say then you think the natural has a chance to come out of this region and be in the final four as one of the greatest of all time sports movies? I still pick Major League. Yep, I you know, Major League is. Uh, one of my two favorite movies of all time. When I was a kid growing up, I would actually play Major League or the last like half hour of Major League before all of my Little League games. Um, I would watch you know, Willie Mays Hayes and Wild Thing Ricky Vaughn be like, forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the eater. So I want Major League to advance all the way. I think the Sandlot has a chance, and then I think your stalwarts like Field of Dreams and The Natural also have a chance. But we shall see. You guys definitely have you definitely have some time to get out there and vote at FNTSY Radio, at Spittin' Speeds. What we're going to do tomorrow is we're going to see. Okay, uh, I've been telling my boy uh, Frankie Stamfel because he's been lobbying hard for a couple of uh, matchups that are still left in the basketball region. We're going to see if they, they might do it up on uh, Best Friends Forever. If they don't, we're going to make it possible 
pop off and close off the basketball region of the first round tomorrow right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Um, and then we'll be ready for second round action where we really get, where we really, really get to some good, good stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it. Uh, right now, they are introducing the lineups for the All-Star game. You got Yadier Molina and other Cardinals representing Yadier waving his Puerto Rico flag. Remember, Puerto Rico did big things at the World Baseball Classic, and Yadier, as captain of that team, did big things. I was down in Puerto Rico when that happened, and let me tell you something. Everybody was doing that thing where they dyed their hair blonde uh, like the Puerto Rican players did in the World Baseball Classic. So, uh, you know, those things are going to be going on. Like I said, All-Star Game is going to be fun for the first few innings. I want to see I want to see Stanton against guys like um, Chris Sale. I want to see Aaron Judge and make, if he can make everybody all rise against uh, Max Scherzer. That's going to be a great matchup in the top of the first inning. Aaron Judge against uh, Max Scherzer. And big shout out to my man Benny Ricciardi and his son out there watching the All-Star Game. Courtesy of DraftKings. When we come back, Chris Bavona. Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We're going to tie a nice, neat little bow. We'll check in on the polls and get you ready for tomorrow's show. All that and more here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable play projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Comes the brand new flavor in your ear. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to Chris Bavona on the ones and twos, dropping a bomb on it, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. It's like liquid hot magma. We were talking about the Chicago Bears, and uh, you know. Most of you guys agree with me. They'll be a threat to pick in the top five. I told you, go under their five-and-a-half win total in Vegas. That's a way for you to win some cash when there's not other ways to do it right now. No baseball games going on. And like I said, big shout-out again to Jay Gamble, who said Chicago could have the one pick, but then they would uh, find a way to send 50 picks to move up one spot to the zero pick. That obviously a reference to them trading up one spot to get uh, you know Mitchell, don't call me Mitch Trubinsky, uh, in the draft a couple of weeks ago. Also, also, we got that Bull Dorm versus Pride of the Yankees matchup. Bull Dorm continues to dominate. I want to give a shout-out to my man, Howie Balaban, who uh, commented, hey, a career minor league catcher with over 230 homers who can mentor young pitchers is not easy to come by. That obviously a reference to Bill, Bull Dorm. We finished off the 
baseball region today. We're going to finish off the basketball region on Best Friends Forever and or here on the Fantasy Freestyle. So we're going to uh, get into that. Also, I want to just say real quick, you know, we had JP the Night Owl as an intern, and he's going to be uh, finishing with us this week. Big shout out out there to JP the Night Owl, well, uh, who's been holding me down. We got a new intern. I want to give a big shout out to Matt out there. I got to still get him a nickname. Chris, we got to work on that. We got to get Matt a nickname, but he did big things today. Helped me with that Conor McGregor, with that Floyd Mayweather. As always, want to give a big shout out to our sports byline affiliates around the country. Um, you know, tuning in to the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Want to give a big shout out, as always, to the American Forces Radio Network. Um, you know, getting a little taste of home. You're probably doing that watching the All Star game tonight. Uh, Giancarlo Stan just got introduced and had a nice little uh, pop from the crowd. And big shout out also to Benny Richardi and his son out there taking it all in. Great experience, you know, brought to you by his victory in uh, Daily Fantasy. That's why you need to listen to the Daily Fantasy, uh, you know, the DFS lineup lock. That's why you need to listen to the Fantasy Freestyle. That's why you need to listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I will be back tomorrow on a Wednesday. So will Chris Bavona. We're going to make it clap here. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 